Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 11 of Please Nerf. With me, as always, is Taylor. Say hi, Taylor. Hi, Taylor. Hello, Taylor. Uh, and also, Austin. Say hi, Austin. Hi. Sensual. Uh, and I'm Eric. Welcome back. Uh, welcome back. How are you guys doing today? Oh, pretty, pretty good, pretty good. Pretty good, pretty good. Awesome. Jolly. Uh, you're what? Jolly. <laughs> jolly. I thought you said jelly. I was like, what is this? Fucking middle school again? I'm jelly. I'm yeah. jelly. Uh, yeah, so uh, today we're talking about Actually, bugs. Eric, yeah? you want to know something? Maybe. Something has been absolutely bugging me. <clears throat> you looked in the mirror, didn't you? <laughs> Damn, Austin. Uh, Hitting him where it hurts. In my own podcast. <laughs> uh, yeah, so uh, we're talking about bugs, specifically game bugs. A um, little backstory. Uh, the reason that I wanted to do this as a topic was because of the Apex Legends bug that just happened. Because I was really concerned that I lost all my stuff. Um, for as you was, don't, yeah, don't know... Apex, uh, well, Respawn, pushed a, uh, a, a patch that had, quote, minor bug fixes and ended up uh, destroying a lot of people's inventory and, like, resetting their accounts um, anywhere from, like, skins to purchase champions to, like, any purchase has basically been refunded. Uh, they It was so bad they had to take servers offline in order to fix it. So uh, yeah. it was kind of, kind of a little big deal for, like, a day, day and a half. Um but but yeah, they were they were quick. The uh, the fix was pretty quick. Things like that, so it wasn't too bad overall. Uh, everyone I think should be should be reset. But uh, just caught me thinking that uh, there have been some some pretty big bugs here in the, in the gaming world, and oh, yeah. uh, we're gonna talk about some of them. So uh, who wants to start us off? Uh, I can go hard. Okay, okay. well go kind of hard. Give us like like one. All right, <clears throat> let's see. Let's uh, let's let's do a classic, okay? Let's go back a little bit, back in back in time here. You gotta you gotta you know you gotta foreplay. You gotta do like the the little lesser stuff, you know, and then like just get to the the shit at the end, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, yeah. <clears throat> one of one of my favorite bugs uh, was actually in Space Invaders, and oh, yeah. it was such a bug it became a feature. And yeah, right. it helped to define how games were approached today uh, in terms of like arcade shit, I guess. Uh, and it's the <clears throat> the amount of invaders on the screen put such like l like limits on the hardware that they moved slow. You know, just when they moved side to side and then moved down the screen, they moved slow. But with every single space invader you killed, the the entire swarm of invaders slowly got faster and that's because the less invaders it had to render on the screen uh the faster they moved <laughs> down the screen that's actually really cool and so it was an unintentional like um outcome of the game but uh it ended up making the game have some sort of like urgency to it and uh, difficulty increase to the actual game itself. And that's one, that's interesting. One of, that's one of my favorite my favorite uh, game bugs because it, it ended up actually being a feature that kind of sets the tone for arcade games back then of having the need to the need of urgency, right? Like the first mm -hmm. level of of Donkey Kong um, 
Super Mario Brothers, uh, like the classic <laughs> one. It's pretty simple, right? You just you jump man yourself up that that tower. But like as the levels progress, uh, the barrels go faster, or there's more barrels, and like the increase of urgency um, kind of gave difficulty to a game that you wouldn't think had difficulty uh, if they had left it out. Gotcha. Yeah, I mean, that makes sense. Uh, awesome, what do you got? What's a bug that you uh, you like? Well, actually, uh, Space Invaders, didn't they have like another, was it Space Invaders had like another glitch like that or something like that? Because there's uh, another game that um, you could leave two enemies and basically... Uh, oh, that was Galaga. Galaga, okay, yeah. Galaga. But that was a um, feature. Was, that wasn't a glitch. It wasn't? Nope, that was purposely. Uh, I mean, that's kind of cool. I mean, it, I guess it was perceived as a glitch at the time, you know, when you were a kid. Oh, man, but when you figured that out as a child and you're like, what the fuck did I do? Basically, on level two of, uh, I think it's level two of Galaga, there's these two enemies, two specific ones that if you left alive, um, they they weren't, they stopped shooting, right? And then that would cause uh, all the other ones that spawned in to stop shooting as well. So then it would just be like this super easy game that you'd breeze through. It was kind of cool. Yeah, Galaga, that's a problem. Mm. But um, one of the actual ones I have um, was uh, a game that I've, you know, I love and uh, I'm super excited for number four. Uh, is Dragon Age Inquisition had a pretty major bug, or kind of a major bug for people that experienced it, and it's the banter bug. And basically. Dragon Age is all about you create like this this party of four so you have your player character and then you have like three other characters with you and basically what happens is they as you're traveling along they would make banter you know like they'd be like oh this is a beautiful tree and someone would be like that's dumb you know like that's a stupid tree and then like the banter would ensue blah 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 but instead of that happening and making the game feel like alive there would just be dead silence. And it, it would just, like, it, it would happen during, like, some cutscenes too, or whatever. If there was, like, some banter or whatever, it would just be dead silence. There'd be nothing. Like, there would be no banter. No one would talk to anybody. It would just feel awkward. For the whole game, yeah. It was just <laughs> awkward, yeah. That'd, it was it was pretty insane. That'd be pretty rough for, like, a heavy storytelling game. Yeah, because yeah. you're just playing through with, like, no context or no, like... I don't know it's kind of a big deal. Like also was just saying that like you would have that to kind of keep you on yeah, going. I mean, I mean there's uh like there's two characters specifically that I know that they they kind of um in a way that they reveal like, you know, cuz you're trying to learn each one of your your companions, right? Like that's a big thing of it is you're learning their story and like so there's Solus and then oh my god, it's Sarah. Uh, those two they're both elves but they're both like they were raised differently right and so like and they both have like a different like kind of outlook like solace is very um kind of like uptight and very like high elf-esque and then like sarah is more of like a i don't want to say like a like a wood elf you know like she's she's raised on like just doing whatever and she's kind of like a silly character she's like the like a big comic relief kind of 
you know, like she, she cracks a lot of jokes and like all that jazz, but those two characters, when they have banter, like some of it, you're like, damn. And then like other times it's like really like character defining stuff. And like to like miss out on that really sucks. Sure. Awesome. Um, so when I was trying to put together a list, uh, I was trying to go in like a, an order of how bad it was in my opinion. Um, and uh, one of the first things that I could think of were like simple bugs that just stopped someone from being able to like finish the game, right? Or progress further. Um, and there's there's a bunch of things like that with like uh, certain bosses were glitched for or like bugged for a certain period of time. Or uh, I think one of my favorite ones was like um, in Grand Theft Auto Vice City, there was like a specific mission where if you saved at the wrong time, it would just corrupt the entire system. You'd have to, to start over, things like that. Ice, ice Cream Factory. Yeah, that's the one. Um, but I think one of my favorite ones uh, was in, I think it was Banjo-Kazooie. Banjo-Kazooie? Banjo. Banjo-Kazooie. Um, and basically, like, every game, like, Banjo-Kazooie has, like, a part where you got to find, like, puzzle pieces or find something, right? Oh, yeah, the collection um, part. Yeah, yeah, and uh, my favorite part about this is that it wasn't necessarily breaking the game, but it would it, it caused so much frustration because I remember specifically like playing through the game, and I even though I didn't encounter it, I could see how it would be like a big deal. But basically, you had to find like like puzzle pieces <clears throat> in the world, um, and uh, every once in a while you would find one, and it wouldn't count towards the collection therefore you couldn't actually like finish that whole thing right oh, um but like the reason for it like i don't i don't remember like the exact thing but it would like they had to be done in a like uh, a certain few sets of orders that like, you had to find each piece in a certain order and there were like a few orders that you could like find them in and if you ever went away from those orders it would just stop counting oh. so so basically what people had to do was restart the game and collect these pieces in a different order you had to like basically like find one and make sure it counted and if it didn't restart and you could get up to that point but you knew you couldn't pick like that specific puzzle piece you had to go to a different one so it was a, a, a long like time wasting and like frustrating experience for sure that'd be whack oh right? that'd be annoying <clears throat> yeah that's uh that's my first one Fuck yeah. Rough. Uh, what you got there? Alright. <clears throat> so I got another one. This one's, this one's great. Okay, so... Um, it's... It's kind of like... The start of an era, right? And it, it's... It's something that, like, you wouldn't... You wouldn't have thought was a bug at first. Okay, it's... The Creepers from Minecraft. So, back in, in alpha and development of Minecraft, um, there was this bug. And what the bug would do is um, it would play a corrupt audio file of, I'm pretty sure it's TNT, and um, cause an explosion randomly behind the player. And the bug had, like, it was, it was essentially an invisible creeper at the time and it was a complete bug and they had no idea why it happened um and they wanted to fix it as soon as possible but um 
upon discovering what it was, they decided that this is actually a fantastic enemy idea. And so they gave it a character model, um, cleaned up the code so that it was more purposeful rather than just a bug. And thus creepers were born. If creepers teleported right behind you, I'd be like the fucking worst. <laughs> it was like, I'm not sure like exactly what the code was, but I'm almost positive it um, it essentially appended itself to uh, a um, a character uh, or like the code of one of the pigs. Um, hmm. And the bug caused it to go invisible and uh, trigger uh, a TNT explosion um, upon entering a certain radius of the character. And so it was an absolute bug, but they uh, they turned it into an actual enemy. And uh, creepers are one of the most iconic pieces of Minecraft today. From a bug. Very true. Yeah. Very cool, though. Mm-hmm. <sighs> Minecraft, Minecraft, Minecraft. Fucking love Minecraft. You know, uh, in Minecraft, like back in the day wasn't there like a an issue where if you wandered too far like like because the map was like infinite yeah, right or quote-unquote infinite yeah, yeah and like you would just keep walking forever and at some point you would just like, like fall infinitely through yeah, yeah. it started <laughs> off like yeah before you got the like there'd be like the the infinite void right but then there was this place called the far worlds which was like this this place that it was like floating like chunks of like land right but they were like weirdly shaped like it didn't fin- finish like rendering or whatever and uh like you could walk through that and then you could fall off and go into the void it was actually patched in um the 1.8 update for minecraft uh and actually someone made a mod so that they brought it back <laughs> <laughs> so you could experience the nostalgia of watching or walking into the void which i mean like yeah you have to be dedicated to walk that like i can't even believe people did that because i don't even think they're sprinting no they didn't introduce sprinting for a bit yeah like there wasn't even sprinting so like the best thing you had was like a the boat which was trash (laughs) i remember you touch a block with that thing and it's like oh Mm -hmm. we're done (laughs) uh what else you got awesome all right, so this one I, I have actually experienced. It's been a while and I forgot about it, but it's um, it's the berry glitch is what it's called, and it's from Pokemon Ruby and Sapphire. And basically what happened is, like, it only happened with, like, the earlier copies of the game, but after a year of, like, playing the game... Um, berries that like the per- like the player planted uh, would no longer grow. So that means like you could never collect any more ba- like berries or anything like that. And so um, the calendar and other time-based events would be delayed by 366 days. So like you wouldn't be able to get them for like another year on top of that. Mm. And it it was insane. I remember experiencing this because like <clears throat> there was something that you could. I can't remember what you could get in the lottery in that game. I think a master ball or whatever, but I remember I always used to go there and try to get it. And yeah, I could never um, get the lottery anymore. And I think there's a couple other things that you're not allowed to do because of the calendar. 
mm-hmm. in in the game internally. But it's it's pretty crazy. I mean, I don't know how many people that actually like you know played the game for a year and like came back. You know, I always restarted or something like that. So, but it was it was pretty insane. Yeah, Pokemon's always been a very glitch, weirdly glitchy game. Yeah, and obviously sometimes for good, and sometimes for bad. This isn't as major as other ones, you know, like missing number and and shit, you know. Well, I mean, that one's that's pretty serious. Like on one hand, it's like, uh, boohoo, you lost your berries, but it was actually like delaying like actual events in game. Yeah, because like Mm -hmm. Ruby and Sapphire is when Pokemon started really implementing like real time shit. Like based on like the time of day and that you're playing and things like that. And yeah, if I can't remember like if you could do. It's like, oh wow. I can't remember if you couldn't do Mirage Island then either. I think you could, but Mirage Island was its own buggy mess as well. <laughs> I got there once. It's insane. Uh, yeah, once. <laughs> Isn't that the one that's just like full of why nots? Yeah, and it has like a rare berry on it. Fucking why not? Or Wobbuffets, whichever one it is. That was my They're first shiny. Wait, Wobbuffet was your first shiny Pokemon? was my first shiny Pokemon. It's pink. Interesting. Purple. It was the worst day of my life. I was like, really? <laughs> shiny Wobbuffet? I deleted the game. <laughs> wow. Did you even sh- trade the Wobbuffet. Get that Wobbuffet out of my fucking face. <laughs> Alright. Um... So uh, I had uh, an interesting experience while researching some of this stuff. Um, one of the things that popped into my head was the old uh, corrupted blood incident from Warcraft, right? There was like the big like plague sickness thing that happened. Um, and I was curious because I wasn't sure if it was actually a glitch or not um, or like a bug or whatever. And uh, I, I don't know if they ever actually said if it was or not. Um but it made me find another interesting similar bug uh, where it hit a game I never thought would be a thing, and it's The Sims. The Sims. And uh, it is basically a corrupt file that people could upload to the exchange, which is like The Sims' like uh, you know file sharing system thing, right? You can make something and send to other people. Um. And basically, it was a corrupt file of a, like, female doll, right? Just play a, like, play with a little doll. Uh, and it was incorrectly cloned from a teddy bear item. And because of that, corrupted the, the, the doll itself. Um, as people would build a house or, um, you know, basically hide the doll they would upload it to this exchange and spread this like corrupt file. The file didn't do anything like crazy, like it didn't like delete files or you know do anything, but it would slowly but surely load like make the game take longer to load things and would eventually cause your game to crash. And a lot of people would not know why it's happening because some people were, you know, hiding the doll in the houses and things like that, so people wouldn't see it. And they would upload it to the exchange and be like, why is this not working? Someone please like, you know, fix it or like download it and tell me if it's not working for you or whatever. And people would download it and would be like, oh, no, it works fine. 
and then slowly but surely it would infect their shit and it was like this weird like virus quote unquote even though it was just this this doll oh my god in the sims <laughs> and i thought it was the one of the most interesting bugs that i had never heard about wow okay that one's wacky yeah it's pretty crazy fuck (laughs) (laughs) figures it has to be a doll huh yeah of course like a creepy doll yeah you started off with world did you say warcraft or yeah isn't warcraft that that thing happened uh i'm not sure is it like are you talking about warcraft like the strategy game or like world of warcraft world of warcraft okay yeah, uh, I don't know. I, both the yeah, yeah, the corrupted blood incident is a virtual they... pandemic in World of Warcraft. Gotcha. So, um, I'm gonna try and find just real quick to see if that was a bug. Because there was a bug in World of Warcraft that I thought was well, actually, it wasn't. Uh, it wasn't necessarily a, blo- a a bug. It was more like an exploit that like they left in, and it was kind of crazy. Uh, corrupted blood was an event. Uh, it was part of a new raid boss. Well, okay, it was part of the boss, but so there's a bunch of like stuff that I'm that I'm reading of like Blizzard never actually came out and was like, yeah, it is an event, but they also never said it wasn't. So it, one of the things that I'm seeing of Jeff Kaplan is like it stated that it gave them ideas for possible real events in the future. So it it mm-hmm. seems like it wasn't meant to happen that way. Um, for, for anyone who doesn't know, basically there was a raid boss that was introduced and at the, either at the end of the fight or during the fight, um, the, uh, raid boss would cause a, or cast a spell that would like drain your, your hit points. Um, and it would like spread to other people in, in the raid. But if you left the raid and you went to like instant MMO, anything that had any area that had other people, it would spread to them. And it was basically like a plague. Yeah, and it also spread and, to the NPCs. Yeah. That's what made it kind of weird, was it would spread to NPCs, it wouldn't kill them, and they wouldn't be able to die, but it spread it to other players, too. Yeah. Also, oh, sit there, and oh, yeah. that's cool. That's that's cool. Yeah, yeah. Um, let's see, it lasted for about a week and a half before like it got fixed, so I would assume that that would mean then that it was a bug. I could, You know what? I could see those being a bug. Yeah. yeah, but in an interesting way, yeah, because like a lot of people are like, "Oh yeah, it was the first real world, like real world event, quote unquote," things like that. So yeah. maybe they were testing something out. Maybe they didn't mean for it to happen. Maybe it was a bug. Kids will <laughs> never know. It's probably supposed to only stay within the raid, but the fact that it got out was to create like yeah, because um, that's my thought of like if it's spreading in between your like your raid party, then that makes sense. But as soon as it gets out and like. All of that, it's, it's interesting. Can you imagine being the first person that spread it? Oh my god. Oh, here we go. Um, the yeah. spell intended to last only a few seconds and function only within the new area okay. soon spread across the virtual world by way of an oversight that allowed pets and minions to take the affliction out of its intended Aww. confines. Both by accidental and purposeful intent, a pandemic ensued that quickly killed lower-level characters and drastically changed normal gameplay as players did not know what to do to avoid infection. Could you imagine that? You're just going in the world, and also the next thing you know, it's like, you're dead. You're dead. (laughs) 
they had programmer imposed quarantines and players abandoning abandoning the densely populated cities or not even playing the game. It lasted until a combination of patches and resets of the virtual world finally controlled the spread. The bubonic so plague of fucking World of Warcraft. That's pretty Yeah, cool. that's insane. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> Awesome. Well, just uh, just to add to the the quick World of Warcraft thing, this was like a this was like a mess up on on like Blizzard's part here. But um, there's this thing called the Reckoning Bomb, um, back in old uh, World of Warcraft, and it, it was a skill um, called Reckoning for Paladins. And what it allowed is that you could build up like an extra attack on being critically hit, so Ooh. you could store these attacks, right? Oh wow. And, and so there was this this particular dude that um, stored a I can't even like a shitload of these attacks, and he ended up soloing one of the 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 raid bosses or whatever, um, and he one shot it because of because of all these uh, built up attacks. That's amazing. And to be honest. Me- yeah, it says. Um, <laughs> Yeah, it says attacks resulting, the extra attacks resulting in killing players in one shot and soloing 40 man raid bosses in a matter of seconds. Yeah, so like. 40 man raid bosses? Just yeah. Thanos that bitch. Thanos and it was li- that bitch. Yeah, it was limited to five in a hotfix after that. And wow. then um, the, like, you would gain an extra attack, like, on critical hit 100% of the time, but it was changed to a 10% chance on critical hit to gain an extra attack, so. It was nerfed hard, but I thought it was pretty cool. That's pretty cool. Those don't fuck thing. around. <laughs> no, they don't. They're like, get that shit out of here. That'd be a cool feature, though. <laughs> All right, Taylor, hit us up with another one. Um, okay, this one's more in the realm of speed running. It's a uh, rip. Just kidding. It's a it's a bug slash exploit, um, primarily for Fallout Four. Um, and it's this thing called cover sliding. So if you ever want to see it in action, um, just catch like any speed run of Fallout 4. It's 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 actually a really interesting speed run because it actually details how broken the fucking game is. Um, but essentially what it is, is in the realm of Bethesda games, this is all of the games, this is how they all function. There's the over, like the big map, the main primary map, and then there's all of the sub-maps, which is like going inside of a building or going into like an underground tunnels or whatever. The um, the coordinate position of all of these um, maps are kind of like, think of them as stacked on top of each other. So at position 1-1 one, one of the little map, uh, it pretty much goes straight up to 1-1 one, one of the big map. Well, the little maps are scaled down because they're not as big as the big map. So maybe uh, the corner of the little map kind of puts you in the corner of the big map. So if you're able to get to the far right corner of the little map, then you can essentially, if you're able to, go straight up to the big map and you'll be in that same coordinate position. So they found out that what you can do is you can exploit this entire uh, uh, lovely stuff um, by using cover um, and the the clever use of your power armor 
And so what it would do is you could you set up behind cover in third person um, and it would essentially like kind of lock your, your coordinate position and you would try to exit the cover in a certain way and it would actually uh, it would essentially save the coordinate position in that cover and then when you leave the area it tries to take you out of cover at the coordinate position and it'll teleport you to that spot in the overworld. Now the problem with this is um, if you do it out, if you just do it, you don't know if you'll end up 5 million feet in the air or if you'll end up on the ground where you're supposed to be. So um, when they discovered it, they often found themselves falling from the sky and then dying from falling damage. So um, the, the clever uh, developers at uh, Bethesda um, made it so that power armor doesn't have fall damage because they wanted you to be cool jumping off buildings and, you know, superhero landing to kill a Deathclaw. Well, they fucked up because people would cover slide while in power armor to <laughs> negate all of the falling damage so that they could teleport around the entire game. <laughs> Interesting. Um, and they, That's kind of wild. They continue to abuse this entire this entire fun system. Um, as well as another exploit uh, that has to do with water and save files. And if you save your game underwater, when you open the game back up, uh, the, the game puts you above water to prevent this drowning um, effect because it, it doesn't know how long you've been underwater. It can't, like, it can't keep track of your breath, essentially. Hmm. So it'll, it'll put you up above the water. Well, there's this specific spot where you can go underwater and save your file, close the game, reload the game, load the file, and it will put you above the water and clip you out of bounds as if you're swimming. So then you can swim around the entire map underground, out of bounds. And uh, this is like the most crucial exploit because... For some fucking reason, and it's the only quest item that is just randomly spawned at the bottom of the map. And it's the it's the quest item that starts the final quest of the game. And so they're <clears throat> able to beat Fallout 4 in like under an hour because they 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 use the teleport glitch to to grab all of the things they need. They use the water glitch to go grab the final quest item, and then they use the teleport glitch again to get to the final part of the game and finish it. As someone who's not into speedrunning, what the fuck? It it truly is a broken game. Like watching the speedrun for this, they they do a couple of other stupid shit that just kind of it just. Oh man, it's a. What a cesspool. <laughs> that's, uh, that's those games, though. I mean, even Skyrim has a good old slew of fucking glitches. <laughs> Giants. Speaking of Skyrim. Infinite fucking whatever. Speaking of Skyrim, or the Elder Scrolls, uh, I, got, I got a bug for you guys that I thought was hilarious when I first heard about it. Oh. Uh, it's from Oblivion, so a little bit before Skyrim. Uh, but it's the first DLC. I think it was the first DLC. Um, one of the DLCs, at least, called the Chivalrine Isles. And uh, 
basically what this is is uh the game would be injected with a, a, a straight up crippling bug um whether you actually stepped into this area or not um the bug is based around uh, uh we'll call it a poor coding practice um with form ids so the the uh basically what it is is that uh everything in oblivion had its own form id basically what that was is telling the game that uh what it was and how it behaved so an item had a form id so did the npcs basically everything had a form id there were six specific npcs who would generate a random never before used form id right every frame of the game that was running so on console that would be 180 brand new form ids every second Ooh. or if you're on pc you run higher frames things like that it would change to like 360 if you're on like 60 frames a second right um the problem right is that as with you know any other kind of data type uh form ids uh, were finite and it would start generating ids for things that already existed for something else and when this happened you would have this massive like exclamation point triangle danger sign thing that would pop up it was like a placeholder image um and that form id is an object that are being rewritten time and time again and visually corrupted and the game can't figure out what to do so it throws up this image and uh, over time obviously it continues to happen um and it just keeps building them up it keeps building them up and keeps building them up and even if you like ignore the game it would just start insisting that ev eventually everything is overriding your key quest items or corrupting other npcs and your game basically would not be able to to do anything and it would even reset your custom character because its form id would be eaten into as well and it was just it, like random things would either appear or um like scripts of like the the characters would just start saying random things like i have no greeting for you and like things like this and then people would just disappear and like the game would just basically implode on itself could you imagine that <laughs> just you're playing the game and like you didn't even know and all of a sudden you're looking around and you see like an NPC disappear over there. And then you Oof. look to your left and then like you see like a big exclamation point on like the fucking the building. And you're like, what the hell? And you look back and then the river's like gone. And then you like, you like look at your hands and you're gone. And then <laughs> <laughs> you look at your like, like slowly start to disappear. I don't feel so good, Mr. Stark. <laughs> this is, uh, yeah. it's pretty wag. It's pretty wag. Six six individual NPCs are just like coded poorly and in turn destroy your game slowly over time. Yeah, yeah, like that's a major like they make random IDs fucking every frame or every whatever. frame of the game's running. Yeah. Good. Lord. So yeah, that's that's my Bethesda slash Elder Scrolls thing since I don't play those games. This isn't a <laughs> this isn't a bug, but uh, there. I remember when I played Oblivion. I stopped playing. I really enjoyed, I liked I liked playing the game, right? But I stopped playing because uh, I was in the arena, you know, like the Coliseum or whatever, and like I was a champion. But uh, some some motherfucking vampire bit my ass, right? All the vampires. I forgot about the vampires. <laughs> so I was stuck in this fucking Coliseum for like days on end, and I didn't know how to like. This is you know before 
internet or whatever like i had readily access to it so i had no idea how to get rid of vampirism so i ended up having to restart the game because mm. i was stuck because it was daytime and like i just i couldn't play the game anymore because like it'd be like oh it's morning again and i'd be like have to hide for eight hours or whatever and yeah rough was... <laughs> yep we're in the game for me it's cool that's a shame <laughs> All right. Um, I guess Austin, do you have another one? I do. This is a pretty, pretty quick one though. Um, this is um, this happened on the PlayStation Two. It was a holiday or a happy holiday glitch demo. So it was a demo disc. Uh, it was a 2004 demo disc. I'm pretty sure it had like a bunch of different games on it. Um, but there was this particular game called beautiful joe 2 okay um but if you popped it if you like so if you pump this into your your dem like your your playstation and you had a memory card right so like that beautiful memory card that everybody remembers that good old 64 megabytes or the 10 or whatever it was you know and like all those saves like that spyro save you had or the the, the good old whatever other games you're playing this game would go in there and erase everything. Beautiful. <laughs> yep. And, and and it wasn't just it wasn't targeted at one memory card too. So it's like if you had a good old family PlayStation, y'all had that, you know, your your different memory cards in there, the pretty colored ones, you know, all gone. Yeah, I'm pretty sure so this this completely did this because it was like reformatting the, the memory card yeah it'd reformat and delete yeah. every single save file yeah so it, it like you'd still have this like it wouldn't corrupt your memory card it would mm -hmm. just delete everything on it so so my favorite thing about this glitch is that um uh, the the disc that you're talking about i used to get these back in the day like crazy um and it's like at the end of every year playstation if you signed up for like this letter would just send you this thing and it had like 10 demo mm -hmm. versions of like different games and what's amazing to me is that it was coded so well that only that one was a problem the other nine were fine you could play any of the other games as long as you didn't start beautiful joe 2 yeah no if you, there was some coding in beautiful joe that <clears> literally <throat> yeah like i don't even know how that happens it's just like that's it's crazy Unless it was, unless they gave it the ability, like for a demo to create a save file, it shouldn't have been even touching this. <laughs> yeah, that's the other thing you would think. And the good and news the, is, though, if you just didn't have a memory card, you were fine. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the best, the best part about it, though, is like from everything I've read about Beautiful Joe, is that this demo was literally shit. Like it was the worst demo. Oh yeah, the, the game overall is kind of shit, if I remember right. <laughs> and I was like, damn, that's just like that's like. It feels like it's rubbing nail on that coffin, you know. Yeah. <laughs> I uh, something kind of similar to that. If Taylor doesn't mind me jumping in here real quick. Oh, yeah. Um, the game Eve Online. I'm sure someone knows about that. It's kind of a massive fucking game. Uh, had something kind of similar, but instead of like messing with like your save files, which a lot of bugs end up being right, where they just corrupt saves. Uh, there was like a third party patching software that led to a bug where players boot.ini files would be deleted oh my god and for those of you who don't know the boot.ini file is like a, a text file that uh 
contains all of your boot operations for computers with BIOS firmwares that are running. And uh, this specifically was Windows Vista, I think, or XP, one of the two. Um, yeah, or I think it might have been XP. But either way, yeah, the, the game would patch. Like, you would, you would click here, patch the game, and it would just completely destroy your boot file so that, yeah, you couldn't boot your operating system anymore. Oh. I thought that was hilarious. Oh, no. So uh, this game is one of the reasons that uh, backing up your uh, game files became super popular. Good lord. <laughs> you. Um, I do have a, oh, I have a, I have a bug that actually turned into a feature because it was so popular. Um, it was from, it was from the classic Link's Awakening. Um. It was. Sorry, it was the. <laughs> Sorry, this is a random. <laughs> Link's awakening. I don't know. Okay, anyway, carry on. <laughs> it was the uh, the invention of bomb arrows. Um, and essentially, how it worked was if you had your bow in the A slot and you had your bombs in the B slot, and you pressed both buttons at the same time, it would attach the bomb to the arrow. Um, model like it would get caught on it and it would take the bomb with it um, and thus pop the bomb wherever the arrow goes and so uh, this was completely accidental it wasn't meant to happen but um, the the players loved it so much that the developers actually ended up putting it into uh, the Zelda games so um, bomb arrows are now actually I I'm pretty sure they were in uh, every single Legend of Zelda after Link's Awakening. Uh, Link's Awakening, Twilight Princess, Spirit Tracks, and Breath of the Wild. I don't know if there's any in between there that you would know more about. Okay, yeah, no, those are the ones it's for sure in. There's a lot in between. I don't remember them being in uh, Wind Waker, so that yeah. But they did bring them into the game. They're really, they're really cool. They're really uh, important in Breath of the Wild and Twilight Princess. Um, they're more useful in Spirit Tracks, but that's because that's a DS game. Uh, it's funny that you you mentioned Twilight Princess, Taylor, because there's also a, a a pretty big bug in that. Oh yeah. Yeah. Um, on the the Wii version of Twilight Princess, uh, there was this particular like level and there's like it's it's called the big cannon room the big um, cannon room you you have to go talk to a guy named shad shad oh my god uh and if you don't talk to this guy in this room before you save and quit the game he despawns so like when you come back he's gone like he's really? he doesn't load in so you're trapped in this room forever <laughs> 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 there's no way to get out of this room except talking to shad before you save and quit i thought those <laughs> hilarious funny. well i guess like also onto that one though uh um they used an exploit with the code for twilight princess uh and that's how they would inject homebrews into wheeze back in the day <laughs> you would you would load up a file um, or it, it was like a, a modified save file. You'd load it up, and um, it would spawn Link right outside of his house with this random NPC standing in front of it. And you'd run up and talk to the dude, 
and it'd bring a text box up and it wouldn't say anything at all and then your screen would go black and then shit would start installing on your Wii. It would, <laughs> it would start doing the console. That and, would be the crown achievement as a game developer to have your game be the way to inject shit into a fucking console. Oh my god. Yeah, so they they that is how homebrews were added to the Nintendo Wii's um in the very beginning. Fucking what? Interesting. Oh. All right. We are getting we... close to our time. So, uh let's do one more from everyone. Um so awesome. Do you have do you have another one? Yeah, I'll, I'll do this one. This is the, the pretty big one anyways. Um so this is called or it's just the uninstallation oh my god the uninstallation bug <laughs> yeah it was for a game pool of radiance runes of myth draenor um so this game would uh it wasn't a great game let's put that out there um but it was made by ubisoft <laughs> and they left a critical bug in the game's code uh, where several system files would be deleted if it was uninstalled. <laughs> yeah, so you, I, re- I remember this being being a big deal. It, so so that it's just so funny because it's like, oh man, this game's shit. Um, I'm going to remove this from my computer free up space. And it's like, nah, dude, your computer's gone now. <laughs> yeah, my, my favorite part is that the game had like a bunch of other bugs that were like minimal, but just made the game not be liked. Um. You know, you got a bunch of mixed reviews and a lot of complaints. So then when people like Elsa said, we're just like, yeah, this game is shit. Let me uninstall it real quick. Ubisoft was like, hey, fuck your computer. (laughs) (laughs) Don't like our game. Don't like your computer. I thought it was hilarious. Yeah, it's pretty insane. Like, God. (laughs) Like, the problem is, is like, how did, like, like, it makes sense. Like, that would be like the one thing that as a developer you might miss because like why would you uninstall something that like you're programming you know it's a it's an interesting one <laughs> yeah uh Tyler, you got the last one you want to throw out there um yeah, yeah or a couple uh, if they're really quick um so it was a uh, <clears throat> this one's this one's pretty cool it's from um mario kart 64 um I'm not sure. It's definitely not intended. It's it, it, it is for sure a glitch. Um, but on a couple of the racetracks, you can actually um, drift, jump, and clip yourself over walls um, to skip half of the track. <laughs> so if you knew how to do these these exploits and um, break through the um, the walls of the confines of the map, um, you could essentially cheat and make it halfway through the race ahead of your friends. And so um, it made pool sharking really easy with Mario Kart 64 uh, and your friends. So it'd be like, yo, I bet you five bucks can't beat me on Rainbow Road. And they'd be like, fuck, I'm way better at Mario Kart than you. And be like, yeah, fuck, approve it. You play the game, you'd use the exploit, you'd get your five bucks. Interesting. And it's, it's all because of how... Um, it's it's interesting if you're ever curious there's a guy on youtube that does uh um speed running breakdowns and the evolution of the exploits of the games and he has one for mario kart 64 and it goes over how uh the game itself uh verifies 
whether or not you've been through the checkpoints or not to complete the 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 lap um <laughs> and it it has to do with like despawning the checkpoints and um utilizing uh the position in the array of where the player is interesting that's some, some weird code and stuff there <clears throat> um my last one is uh, more of an honorable mention than anything. Um, I, I shouldn't say it's a bug um, or a glitch per se, even though it's kind of in the name. Uh, but it's something that I've had way too much experience with in my lifetime. Uh, and it's head glitching in Call of Duty. Head glitching. Um, because it's technically not a bug or a glitch. But the um, for those of you who don't know, the reason that it's a big deal not a big deal the reason that it's uh, frustrating is if you really think about it if you're in, in like a gun fight in real life and you want to use cover you got to kind of put like half your body up to like get your gun above like a wall right but the way that call of duty is coded is that instead of the bullets coming out of the gun the bullets actually come out of the eyes of the player and uh with that being said you can stand at a wall and technically see your gun above the wall and be able to shoot but what everyone else sees is just like the top of your head because as long as your eyes are out and your line of sight is there you can shoot um the division or like uh kind of gears of war is a good example of like um how cover should like affect your shooting mm -hmm. i guess yep or even like games like battlefield and stuff like that where they have like projectile based you know you have to be able to like use the gun Mm -hmm. um, which is kind of funny with like the new Call of Duty because Blackout is projectile based, but the rest of Call of Duty is not, and it's really interesting. I think Apex kind of has head glitching too a little bit. Uh, they shouldn't. Hmm. We'll, have to, we'll have to test that actually. Apex is projectile based. Actually, wait, it's a mix. Yeah, I think it's mixed. That's why I think like certain like I think there's certain things. I know that energy weapons. Energy weapons are projectile. No, we'll have to test that one out. But all right, uh, any last minute things you guys want to want to do before we get into outro? Uh, not a glitch, but uh, Silent Hill is my honorable mention because they had the reason the fog exists in Silent Hill was because they couldn't uh, feasibly render uh, the entire city in the distance, so they had to put the fog in so that it didn't have to render. And that's actually clever and, and overload the memory and stuff so that's why there's fog inside the hill and it actually ended up just kind of adding to the allure of the horror yeah it's actually super cool all right let's do outros then uh austin where can the people find you you can find me at twitch.tv slash celestius and you can also find me on twitter at celestius g oh, for all the cool things i post <laughs> I wink a cool. lot with gifts, so yeah. yeah, he does. It's really awkward. Anyway, uh, Taylor Reno, uh, Twitter at developer T Boyd and Twitch um, dot TV slash Vanilla Knight Two Ends One L. Muscle Man, as always, all of my stuff is at the Fragment Seventy Seven, capital T, capital Frag Number Seventy Seven. Thank you all for going on this journey of technical difficulties and poor coding practices and deleting system files and all of that. And uh, hopefully you guys had a good time. Be sure to let us know if we forgot anything or if there's a bug that you think is a big deal that we should have covered and we didn't. Um, yeah, and all that. And uh, we'll see you next time. Oh, yeah. Fuck yeah.
Bye, guys. Bye. Bye. Bye.